All right, welcome into the latest episode of Floor is Yours, an extensive five on the floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Make sure to check out FiveReasonsSports.com for all the latest South Florida sports content, including our child labor laws all being exploited because Brady Hawk has now put up seven stories in the past two days. So make sure you check all of those out, including his new segment, Bug Brady, which is based on another popular South Florida sports writer segment, I think. Uh, so Bug Brady, use the hashtag Bug Brady so you don't have to bug me. And he will answer all of your Miami Heat questions. Also, we're on Dash Radio every day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Pacific. That's the Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio. And I've got a new show on OnSideRadio.com at exactly that same time, although you, should, you can also subscribe to that podcast. You can now find it actually on iTunes and Spotify. And that's the Five Reasons Sports Hour. I had Jazz Santana on today. I've got our friend Kylie Wang on on Friday to talk about UM. This episode is sponsored in part by Biscayne Bay Brewing. This is the Biscayne Bay IPA. Also check out the Marlins Lager and everything else that Biscayne Bay produces. That's BiscayneBayBrewing.com. Make sure you ask for it. You go to a bar, restaurant, whatever, ask for it. They probably have it. I actually was there with a guy who runs Biscayne Bay Brewing, and we were trying to get it at a restaurant at Bedbrook Pines. So make sure you ask for Biscayne Bay Brewing. This is the only locally owned brewery now in South Florida. It's the only one that's doing this. I know you've heard of others. They've been bought out by other people. This is locally owned. And again, they are the partners of the Five Reasons Sports Network, but also the Marlins and Inter-Miami, which plays Orlando City Saturday at 3.30 at Inter-Miami CF Stadium. All right, let's get right to it from there. we got Alphonse Sidney. We've got Greg Sylvander. We've got Alex Toledo, the primary crew of five on the floor. Make sure to check out recent episodes, the Victor Oladipo episode, the Drew Holiday episode, the DeMar DeRozan episode, and the episode that Alphonse and I did, um, which I think a lot of people enjoyed looking back at the past season through fan tweets. Make sure you check out all of those. Today, we're going to stuff a bunch of bigs into one episode. All right, so we're all going to bring a big. Okay, we're going to bring one big that the Heat could be interested in. I think they're all free agents. Could be a trade prospect. Thank you. Only live event worth tuning into. We completely, completely agree. Um, All right. (laughs) All right. So let's get to it. That's not going to that's not going to replicate well on a podcast. That's not one of our shirts, by the way. Um, The YouTube commenters are going to love that. one. Oh, no, I think our audience is going to be okay with that. And and if and if they're not, I don't give a fuck. All right. Let's get right to it. We're all bringing a big. Okay, one big, and then we're going to debate that big. Somebody said BYOB, bring your own big. Bring your own big, BYOB. DeMarcus Cousins. That's That's the big I'm bringing to the table. DeMarcus Cousins. You stole mine. That's the only one I've heard of. I know. I I figured as much, which is why I took it right from you. DeMarcus Cousins was with the Lakers this past year. I guess he's kind of an NBA champion, but they sent him away. Uh, when he got hurt again, but all in, intents and purposes, he's supposed to try to return there. He obviously has a relationship with LeBron. But didn't they cut him? It goes back to Kentucky. They did cut him, but they can bring him back, and there was discussion about that they would bring him back. But let's get into it. If he is a free agent, we know about Pat Riley's connections to Kentucky. We know there's been a fascination with Cousins before. We know he loves that type of player. What would you invest? We'll start with Greg on this one. What would you invest and a flyer on DeMarcus Cousins, and how do you convince him Miami is the right place if you want if you want to take that flyer? I definitely would take the flyer uh, on some veteran minimum type of circumstance, uh, nothing more than that, one-year prove-it deal. Uh, you know, there was – 
quite a bit of reports and noise surrounding DeMarcus Cousins in Miami last offseason um, that they were trying to convince him to come and try to revitalize his career and get back on track in Miami, and ultimately he went with the Lakers. So I think that there's still legs there in terms of those teams um, the, or the, the Heat and DeMarcus Cousins having mutual interest, and it's just about bringing him in on a one-year deal. I mean, it's nothing more than that, though. Veteran minimum stuff. Would you give him more than that, Alex? I mean, I mean, you're talking about a former All-Star. If, if he's got an offer from another contender to kind of – he says he's healthy, would you give him more than the minimum? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I, I could sell myself into giving him like a biannual exception, which I think they only get access to if they go over the over the cap, which I think they, they will once they re-sign Goran and Crowder. We're, we're expecting them to get the mid-level, which is going to be, I, I believe, over $9 million worth. And then the biannual exception, which is going to be like 4.3 or something like that, 4.3 million. And I'll give him that if, if the Heat believe that, you know, he's in decent enough shape. Like if they evaluate him and they're like, okay, like maybe at some point he can play in the rotation. Other than that, I wasn't that sold on Boogie. Like I like other guys just because I, just like I've said another times, like I prefer going defense for this roster, even though, you know, they improved defensively uh, throughout the playoffs for sure. I still think it, it's in their best interest to, you know, put resources there. So I, I definitely got other bigs in mind, but I think the most I would give him is is that biannual exception if they think he's in decent shape. Alf, and not just the shape, but the health, of course. That's the, that's really what I'm talking about. Yeah, the health and the shape. Alf, how does he fit next to Bam if he's healthy? If he's seventy percent, even. I mean, if he's healthy, that's a guy who uh, can bang with bigs on the low block. Um, he actually can shoot the three at a decent clip. I mean, he's not. Um, I mean, he's he can he can be an MB type. You don't want him out there that much, uh, but he can space the floor. But one of the thing one of the things he provides is a low post presence, a scoring low post presence. Right now, your best low post scorer is probably Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. and that you don't really that's not really uh, the best scenario. Um, so he gives he gives him that size. He gives him rebounding, um, which the Heat sometimes desperately need. Bam is a really good rebounder, but sometimes it feels like he's alone out there when it comes to rebounding. Um, so you get a really good rebounder, not the greatest low, uh, you know, low post defender or rim protector. Um, I think he takes away from what the Miami does defensively when it comes to switching and speed yeah. and things of that nature. But offensively, man, he would be – I think he'd fit perfectly next to Bam and Jimmy um, if he's healthy, but – I mean, you know, that guy, he's Mr. Glass, you know, he steps off the bus wrong. You know, that's six to eight weeks. So. But if you're not making much of a commitment, and, and here's why I think this is a legitimate possibility and why I started with it. If you're Boogie Cousins and you still have a relationship with Calipari, you're going to talk to him about where is the best place for me to rebuild my value, right? And what is John Calipari going to tell him? He's going to say, go, he's going to say, go to Pat. But how many times do we have to do this, Ethan? I mean, with the Greg Odins, the Eddie Currys, like but Greg it, it's, it's been a long never, time since I, Ike Austin, man. Like, I, like. I, I know, I, I get it, but Greg Odin was never. I understand, and Greg Odin is a sad story in a lot of different ways. But Greg Odin was never an All Star in the NBA. He might have become that, but Boogie Cousins was a legitimate top two or top three, at least offensive center um, in the. I mean, don't point at that Hassan Whiteside as a no. and crap, Alex. No. That was I the saw, name I was going to bring. I, 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 saw, I saw Trilly throw that out there, and I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, that wasn't was the name. That wasn't the name I was going to bring. But listen, it's not the worst no, idea. Don't. Hey. Not, no, 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 let's no, 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 no. I'd rather talk about Trump tonight. Uh, let, uh, let's boogie. Back to – but we're not talking about Hassan. 
Back to Boogie, okay? I, I mean, you're, you're, you're not talking – again, Eddie Curry busted out of New York and Chicago. Like, when he they busted got out of a lot of shirts, too. This he, guy was... he absolutely did. Very nice guy, though. And, by the way, the <laughs> only person I've ever seen who could complete an entire Rubik's Cube before a game. Eddie wow. Curry had this, like, brain for Rubik's Cubes, but not for basketball. I'm not exactly sure what happened there. Um, but, I mean, those two guys, Curry and Odin, they don't have Cousins' track record. Now, I understand the injuries, although Odin's injuries were worse. I, to me, I mean, if you can get it, a biannual exception sounds okay for me. Yeah, with him. Uh, you're not talking. You're talking more than vet minimum for Boogie. I, I'm talking if if it would if if he's for one healthy, year. Yeah. If he's healthy for one year, four million dollars. No, I I, I want to go. I mean, listen, they ain't my money. You know, but uh, I wouldn't go over the vet minimum. I don't think anyone's giving him over the vet minimum. You're out, you'd be outbidding yourself. Like who's out here trying to, you know, give Boogie. First of all, Boogie is at this point a reclamation project. Mm-hmm. Nobody, there's not going to be a bidding war for Boogie. So if someone out there is saying they're going to give Boogie four million, a couple teams, man. Yeah. yeah, but it's going to, it's going to be a bad team, right? So if you're the Miami, I don't Heat, know about that. Is that man. not what happens in free agency every time? Yeah, but if you're the Miami Heat and you're offering him a chance to play on a good team, you're gonna say, "Come take what is it? What's the uh, vet minimum for boogies? Two and a half million. Come take a million and a half less. Come get this vet minimum, and you might be back. You might be in the finals next year. Like Miami is I not. Just think in they the, might have to offer that just to to swing him that way if they're actually like that. Then in that, on then, him. They, then then you don't need him. Like that's not like Yo, I, that. That's my thing too. I, I don't think they need another guy who's gonna be a wreck defensively. Like this guy is coming off several leg injuries. Like I, I don't blame him. I'm not trying to like talk down on boogie him. Boogie should be he, he begging been, the. He, Boogie should be begging the Heat for an interview. Like the Heat don't need to be out here giving dudes four million dollars that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, are going to get it from the you know uh, the Knicks. Like let him go to the Knicks for four million, eight million dollars, or something like that. Well, you, 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 you know who I think can make a run at him. I, I think there are a couple good teams that can make a run at him. I think the Clippers could use him, particularly if they're moving on from Harrell. I, you know, that's that's an option. That makes there. sense. I mean, that actually makes I mean, a lot of sense, right? I mean, I, I do think there are some teams that might be interested. I mean. Maybe Utah looks at him as a backup to Gobert. Like, I, there, there are teams I think Boogie that might, in Utah. <laughs> Boogie, Boogie in Utah. Um, I, you know, I, oh, I do think that there are some teams that might show some interest in him. I mean, what if – I mean, Portland, you mentioned Whiteside out. Okay, you've got Nurkic, but maybe you bring Boogie in as a backup to Nurkic. I mean, Zach Collins is glass too. So, I mean, they, they probably need a big also. So, all right, we're going to get to the next one. I think it's worth a flyer, and I might push the money up a little bit. And I, I can see Pat convincing himself that it's worth the flyer. He's loved the guy for a long time. All right, let's uh, – before we get to the second one, I want you to check out prizepicks.com at some point tonight. Tonight's the kind of night that you should have checked out prizepicks.com because this Thursday night game is trash. It's such trash that I'll actually watch the president because you've got Philadelphia and you've got the Giants, two awful teams. The only way to Whoa. make that interesting – Sorry. I, That's well, my team. I understand, but I'm sorry. They still got a chance. Not everybody can be the Dolphins. The Giants still got the Giants still got a chance to get the division. Yeah, well, everybody's got a chance to get the division. Maddie, go away. Okay, (laughs) so he's he's coming out with his Eagles gear. Uh, Check out PrizePicks.com because this is the new fantasy game that is is aligned with Five Reasons Sports. Use the code five F I V E. Double your deposit, and if you go to PrizePicks.com, we actually did a video for YouTube channel myself, myself and David Eversole explaining it. But it's really cool. They basically provide the fantasy points for you, and you just go over or under. You can do this thing in like 30 seconds, decide whether the player is going to go over or under, 
and then you end up winning money. So use the promo code five F I V E. Just check it out. Just surf on the site tonight, prizepicks.com. You don't have to invest a lot of money. See if it's something that you want to try. All right. Next big, I will go next to, I, I don't want Alf to run out of players he's heard of. So let's go to yeah, Alf. Yeah, come on. Jesus. Let's go to Alf. Um, actually, this is one that Alex put in the chat, so I'm just going to steal it because I didn't have any of my own. Um, <laughs> uh, Nerland's Noel intrigues me. Just straight up took my pick. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Good. I'll give it to you because he's Haitian. Yeah, exactly. He's Haitian. He's from um, Canada, a place that Haitians know very well. Uh, because when we leave Haiti, we go to New York and Canada or Miami. Those are our three yeah, places. I usually we great fit here, right? Yeah, a lot of times we start <laughs> north and then realize what snow is, and then we're like, "Fuck that!" and we come south. Um, but so Noel, like he's he's the kind of guy that defensively can switch. You know, he can pick up threes, uh, fours, and fives. So he's the kind of guy that. You could see next to Bam. They could play a lot of the – they can do a lot of the things they do switching. He's a decent rim protector. Now, spacing the floor, uh, like, you know, uh, Noel's probably going to have to play a lot of his minutes without Bam, um, you know, but he provides the kind of energy that Bam can provide uh, off the bench. So I don't know if this I, – I don't see him starting next to Bam, or even if he starts, there's not – no, I do not want Marvin Williams. Um, I, I retired him for a reason. Um, but I don't want him starting next to Bam, but that's a kind of, or if he starts to be limited minutes next to Bam, and then it'd be a lot of staggering with him and Bam. And I think he's a really, he's a really intriguing option. I think he replicates some of the things Bam does at a lower level, but it's like, you don't get that defensive drop off that you saw a lot of times when Bam would sit. And I think they could work with him and he could do some of the things off. Like he has a skill set. Where maybe if, if he was with the Heat coaching staff, he could do some of those things hmm. that Bam is doing. Maybe not as not definitely not at the level of Bam, but that guy was you know a, what was a top five pick. He, he was a top five pick for a reason. He's a that's a talented NBA player, and he's just been in a lot of shitty situations. Um, you know, so I I would I, I think that's intriguing for the Heat. Uh, it was mentioned here he's a clutch client. We're actually going to talk about a couple of clutch clients. Isn't Cousins oh, a clutch man. client now? I believe so. Uh, Tristan Thompson's a clutch client. I thought Marvin Williams is going to go tonight. back to his job driving inner city bus routes. <laughs> Sick of wow. him. For those who are not watching on YouTube but are listening on the feed, Alf is responding to comments about Marvin Williams, whom he retired. He said that, babe, what did you say? He should retire, and then he retired. I said he should retire. I was sick of him. Okay, and that was that, was that was that was I don't I don't I don't like players that look like um, cafeteria lunch ladies on my TV. Was he drafted over Chris Paul? Yes, he was. He was drafted second overall. I don't know why I'm so hard on him. I really don't. I, I don't I'm, even I'm really not sure either. He's it became a running joke. It has become a running joke. Oh, I mean. It's become a running joke for years with me, and I just I haven't been able to stop. He's probably like the sweetest guy in the world. No, he's a very nice guy. I, I don't really him and know Tony Brothers. Like, I don't know Tony why, Brothers. Tony Brothers seems like a nice guy too. All right, let's uh, let's get to it. Stop. Take Tony Brothers off the screen. Let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, Alex uh, Nerlens Noel. I, I first thing I don't think you can play him with Bam. I don't. I, I the, the, the spacing would he be horrific? Uh, mm. Can he be a fifteen minute game replacement for Bam? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That's exactly, I think, the role you get him for. I mean, I think you can kind of, you can play him more than that if you want, if you if you really want to, you know, uh, have Bam playing 30 minutes a game or whatever. Like, I think he can easily play 18 minutes a game, like just be kind of that Birdman role 
that he had when he was on the team. Like, I don't think Nernas Noel is this defensive anchor who gives you, you know, a ton of size or is a huge defensive, you know, uh, like, I don't know how much of a difference maker he is. What I do think is when we're talking about bigs here, I'm kind of separating them by what you're going to spend on them. And that's either the mid-level or the biannual exception. And I think Nernas Noel would fall into a biannual exception category. Uh, like we talked about with, but because even though again, I would I don't know if I'm giving him that if I'm the Heat, regardless. But uh, when you put him on that scale, then yeah, I think that's a really good option. I think you don't have to play him with Bam; they'll they'll be okay. Uh, but I think that's why you pay up for a guy to play with Bam, and that's why you left me with no choice. And my pick is Aaron Baines because I think uh, I wasn't going to pick up tonight. I was going to try yes, to you were. Yes, different. you were. I was yes, going to say there was I promise you I was. And then no, I was going to pick it. You no know, one believes you. I would have took Aaron Baines if I didn't think you wouldn't take Aaron Baines. No, man. that's That was going to be my whole plan. I, I feel like I've already talked about him so much. But basically the point I want to make here is that Baines is somebody who, in theory, you can play with Bam. He's not like a high-volume three-point shooter. He's not Jay Crowder. But uh, – but I think that's why you pay up front for him. And also, he gives you more size and rebounding. I think he's just a better player than Noel, uh, even uh, besides the shooting thing. Like, I think you can kind of uh, put in the guard and Embiid or, you know, a, maybe a more physically dominant guy. I think Noel is more just like a uh, an average backup big who, who can maybe give you some defensive value uh, on the right team. But at the end of the day, it's really about what you're willing to spend on a big and and, where, and what you're willing to do with that mid-level, whether it's go with a, uh, you know, a wing or a guard or go with a big. And I think if you go uh, with a big, Aaron Baines. And if you want to go biannual big, it's Nernes Noel. I think those are really the two best options to me. Yeah, this comment that comes in Aaron Baines and his giant fan account on Twitter is a W. That's, if he does have the best weird stan account on Twitter. Um, for Aaron Baines. Uh, I may or may not be the one running that. Uh, you, you could be uh, Aaron Baines or Nerlens Noel. If you, you had a choice of one or the two, Greg. Oh, Aaron Baines, without question. Nerlens Noel to me is like um, the idea of Nerlens Noel is better than what you actually end up getting. Uh, so I'm going with Aaron Baines in that scenario. I would be willing to pay more than um, I would be willing to give him the full biannual uh, versus a guy like Boogie Cousins, to be honest, just because of um, some of the less injury concerns and stuff like that. Um, but ultimately, um, I have a couple names that we haven't touched on yet. Um, one, well, I, I'm going to try to sneak three of them in here. There's one that's kind <laughs> of a, a – because you know that's how I roll. I can't just um, – I, I couldn't say my name in under five minutes. So um, – the long-term play is Harry Giles, Harry oh. Giles from, from Sacramento. I feel like he's the kind of reclamation project that is a real interesting option um, and has high upside. But Another biannual guy? Yeah, probably because of his youth. But I, I almost feel like it is too much of a long-term play for what they're looking to do. They want more of a ready-made packaged product. And you talk about guys that are trying to kind of – rebuild their image tristan thompson who you mentioned earlier like more clutch clients i know that so that's a little <laughs> bit of a roadblock but but dion was a clutch client mm -hmm. wasn't he and i feel like any opportunity they can to kind of mend those fences they're open-minded to that i mean they have and, to right like they have like they're just powerful now like i feel like they kind of have to like mend those yeah. fences at some mm -hmm. point right for sure but tristan thompson i mean at one time he was like 12 and 12 with his eyes closed <laughs> so like if you're thinking about a guy wanting to recoup value if he were to come in and have a double double type season um that would be huge for him 
Um, and then the other guy that I just can't shake from a few things I've heard is Mason Plumley. I, mm -hmm. I think I think he's going to get a look as a kind of in the mold of Myers Leonard will be able to fit whatever role they give him, and he'll kind of take it in, in stride. So I, those are the names I would look at. Oh, Bama what love if, that. Oh one, man, right? I was going to say Bama's going to be pissed. <laughs> Bama love that. Wait, one. what if what if Myers will take that biannual exception? Do you just keep Myers? Maybe. Like, well, let, okay, let, let's let, let's talk about that, and let's get to the other three guys because I do want to get to the Myers thing. I like I mean, the Giles I, thing as well. Are they going to try to bring Myers back? Do you think? I mean, where are they with him? I mean, as a teammate, yes, but as a player, where were they with him by the end of the playoffs? They didn't trust him at all. So, I mean, how can he? Re the thing is, is he started for so long throughout the year that you know that they trust him to some degree. It's right. just that you know that he's not a playoff player, and that's a little bit of a weird scenario. Was it he? Was he not a playoff player? Or was he not uh, healthy? That's one of the things I wonder mm -hmm. when it comes to Myers and none. Um, I feel like my, I feel like none didn't get healthy until the finals, and I, I still don't think he was the same none we saw in the regular season. And with as far as Myers, I mean the guy. He started moving a little bit better when they started yeah. playing, but he was not. I mean, when he started playing in the bubble, I was like, who is this guy? I said he was wearing the air concrete. Like, he mm -hmm. was so low, <laughs> and it wasn't the Myers Leonard I was used to. He couldn't. He wasn't getting any rebounds. He wasn't boxing anybody <laughs> out. I mean. Well, Alf, I got to interrupt you because that's our guy, Samir uh, Bader for the network. <laughs> who wrote if Myers gets traded, he's going to find out on Twitch. That's that's a real possibility. But it's not. I don't even know Myers, what Twitch is. I know you don't. It's not, it's not. We have an E5 in our network. You're not in it. Uh, I, I, I'm not either. I, I would I would say this, though. It's not fair to say Myers is not a playoff player because he was a playoff player for Portland the year before. Oh, hold right? on, hold on, hold on. Are you forgetting what happened, though? The whole the whole reason the Myers Leonard uh, game versus the Warriors is so crazy because he was benched for Ennis Cantor, and that was the whole ordeal. And he talked about that, you know. The but he's not year, how much I heard him. Ethan's point. He's but, produced. But he's no, 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 produced. he's produced. But that's what I'm saying. Like you guys are but, saying, whether or not he is, he's not a playoff player. And I'm saying that's what that's exactly what's been the case in his past few seasons. Is that but he's he not did a guy it against Denver can, too, though. He did it against Denver too, where the, he wasn't supposed to play, and they he got. To, I, in other words, I'm, I'm I not saying he can't play. I'm just saying he's that type of guy where he's he can only play in certain matchups, or you know, because mm -hmm. of his limitations. And I just, you know, st uh, tend to think that it really is just, you know, if he's not on the floor, bam, good luck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I don't think he should be a five like against. <laughs> A lot of NBA lineups. I think he has to be on the floor. I don't mind keeping him there on the third string and just keeping him as like a break in case of emergency or you want to switch up a look. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was fine in the starting lineup. Like if they would have went back to that at some point, I would have been okay with it. But again, I think he needs to play next to Bam. That's just well, what I, I think it was interesting. Him. He played. Uh, he played Dwight Howard off the floor. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know if he Kelly. did that. Well, him and Kelly, they 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 made it so it was hard to play Dwight Howard. So listen. Is he? Would he be my first pick? No, but I think if you're looking around the landscape and some of these guys, like people keep bringing up Christian Wood, and we talked about him last time, and you guys introduced me to who he was because I've never heard of the guy. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's going to be expensive. Like he's not take yeah. a guy that young. Yes, yeah. I don't. The same thing him. with Jeremy Grant, by the way, who we haven't right. brought up. Like, yeah, I mean, we haven't even brought him up. My, if you're talking about the guy that I think is most likely on a one-year deal with the mid-level, it's Millsap. But I, I thought we were kind of trying to – Yeah, we're trying to stay away from those. I mean, we're not talking about Baca tonight either. So I, yeah. I, I, th I think we're getting away from the more expensive and kind of looking, okay, if it's not in a Baca, if it's not a Millsap. But I put Myers in the category of the players we're talking about tonight. Correct. Like, right. right. Yeah. So, it, so it's a question of, of the amount of money. And, and I think a lot of what we're talking about tonight 
is fit with Bam. I mean, there's a question of giving Bam a break, but there's also can the guy actually play with him so that you don't have to play an undersized four with him. So of the guys we've mentioned so far, all right, Noel, you can't play with him. Baines, that's Baines the guy. Is the, Baines is the one, right? It's the only one. Baines is well, the one. Bam, it, unless Bam starts hitting threes, then it just all this changes. Well, you could play Plumley with him, couldn't you? No, no, Plumlee can't shoot. Plumlee can't shoot. Uh, I mean, Plumlee's uh, solid. Like, I mean, a solid uh, backup five. Like, you know, he, he's a decent playmaker, decent rebounder. You know, he'll finish a couple lobs every now and then. But is Alex uh, Lynn still in the league? I think he's out of the yeah. league. No, no he's, he's where? Was a joke, house, I think. Okay. okay. Yeah, if Bam starts hitting threes, you get Joel Anthony, Joel Anthony out of retirement. Well, and we're getting some we're getting some uh, texts in here. Ibaka's productive, Myers not. But again, Listen, can I just say Ibaka, the Ibaka thing is going to want multiple years? I think. I, I, I think Ibaka's. I don't think that's going to happen. I feel so like I obviously don't have any information, but the whole thing that happened with Gasol, where it's like, oh, he he may not even sign with a team in the United States. It just makes it a lot easier for the Raptors to make decisions. Like, oh yeah, we're going to bring back Van Vliet, or we're going to bring back Ibaka, and it, it'll probably be on a one year balloon deal that the Heat mm-hmm. just cannot match because they're only going to have the mid level to offer because they're just. Mo- I mean. That's assuming that they're bringing back Goran on Crowder. But, uh, but again, I don't think the Ibaka thing is likely. Depending on what happens November 3rd, I might sign with a podcast network outside of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> I'll be running it. So it's okay. I'll bring you back. Dominican That's Republic fine. Podcast Network? Uh, let's not go there. Somebody maybe, said Biscayne Biombo. Maybe, maybe, maybe Serrano. Well, look, Biombo is a perfect example, though, of what you want to avoid. Biombo. Right? No, but he's, the, he's a perfect example of what you want to avoid. Because we saw Biombo have one playoff series as a big against the Heat, right? Nightmares. And, 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 right? And he got $18 million a year out of it. Now, that's not going to happen for any of these bigs. But you got to be careful with bigs. There are <laughs> Ethan, they figured out that right he, couldn't, he couldn't be matched up versus Justice Winslow every night. <laughs> right. That's basically it, right? He got every offensive rebound in that series. Oh, every my God. Single one. Don't, don't even bring that every, up. Every, he only has like two inches on Justice, but it was just enough to get him paid. Oh, my God. Oh, so bad. But all right, when, so, are, are there any so other what, names are, that we're forgetting? Are, there any are, we talking, are we talking about no Jay Crowder? And Bam at the four is that? Are we talking no, about no, 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 we're talking about adding. Look, it, we're talking about if you do not get a, an Abaca, okay, or likely a Millsap or somebody that is a plug into a starting lineup player, right next to Bam. Like either of those guys, you get either of those guys. They're starting. I know that for some Millsap looked washed in the playoffs, but he's still a starter. Okay, I think on this team. But I, I'm I'm talking about if you don't get that guy and you say you're bringing back Jay or somebody else is going to start at the four. Who's a big who could back up Bam but can also play with him? Now, let's get to another guy whose life is probably over tonight because he just got engaged, uh, which is Kelly Olynyk. So, I, I mean, what are they doing with Kelly Olynyk? He's in the last year of his deal, and I can't say that the trust was there with him either by the end, right? I mean, Eric avoided playing him until he absolutely, absolutely had to. So where do you go with him? Is he – are we moving him? I mean, not we. Uh, I don't. I don't say we. But are the Heat moving him? We're getting him closer no, and closer. Yeah, I'm not saying it. I love it. Um, are they moving him? So this is it. He's a thirteen million dollar expiring contract. So it's going to make sense for them to essentially just wait and see when they need to have the contracts to make math work. So I just feel like that's more of a, a situation where you're not going to immediately look to move him. It's more about like from now to the deadline, whenever the deadline happens that you have a $13 million expiring contract who's also a serviceable player. Um, and I feel like 
There's probably, I mean, he had some good games throughout the playoffs, so you can trust him to some degree. Um, so I don't think that they're going to actively look to move him, but he's a perfect trade chip. Him and Iguodala is like the perfect expiring package. What do you think? What happens to him? I mean, uh, I, Kelly, I think Kelly I think gets traded. Yeah. Kelly gets traded before the end of the season, um, unless he become unless he unless somehow like he becomes a starter next to Bam and he's just playing out of his mind. Yeah, I really could see that happen. I could see you know I could see where they they're not able to retain Jay Crowder. They're not able to retain Myers Leonard. You come into the season with Kelly at the five starting next to Bam. They've played together a lot. They play together well. It'll Kelly, work too. Kelly stretches the floor better than any big um, that the that Heat we're talking had. about. That it, yeah. yeah, he's the best three point shooter of any big that we're talking about. So you might have your perfect starter next to Bam in Kelly Olynyk, especially if Bam continues to develop the skill set where he can run an offense. And you're not necessarily running things through Kelly like you used to do. And basically, Bam was playing off Kelly. Now, Kelly's playing off Bam. And he could just be a spot-up guy. He could do his, you know, the Kelly keepers, little things like that. But he, he's more of an uh, of, a, of a second fiddle to Bam. I think that could work. Like, I, I honestly see that that might be what we see going forward with, with, a, with a Jay Crowder if he, if he ends up going away. Uh, I could see that happening. Could let me ask you this: one other big on the roster, and we haven't talked about him. Uh, can Silva be their third big this year? Oh my God! Stop it, please. I'm just asking because we thought I, maybe at the beginning of last season. I did, I did. I right? thought that that was trending in that direction because of the energy stuff, and he was changing games. But there were some limitations that you just can't shake, and it just—I don't know. We have to see him. I just feel like you can't properly assess what you can get from him, so you can't count on him as. But he didn't start even, playing basketball till he was 16 years old. I just—he's the type yeah. of project that they dig their teeth into, and they kind of figure out if they can totally. get something out of him. You no, know, that's I true. So no, I mean, you, you can't count on him for a single thing offensively, which is a problem. <laughs> he's like, also like, you can't count rebounder. on him for. A, Kyle Alexander, y'all. That's the guy. Huh? Maybe. I'm I, waiting. I, mean, I'm I, waiting mean, for I, him I don't rule any of that out these days. I mean, if they if they've if they've got a big there. All right, so let's close here. Um, what do they do if they need the big? Not 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 what should they do, but who do you think is the guy of, of the guys we've talked about, who is the most likely? Take Millsap and Baca out of the equation. Who's the most likely of the guys we've discussed? That's tough. Um I would say uh, I think I would agree with Alex. I think you're you're going to look at uh, Baines or Noel and mm-hmm. see who's going to be cheaper, who's going to take you know who's going to take less, and I think you're going to have to use. And I think a lot of it depends on do you keep Jay? Do you you know does Kelly become trade bait? Do you keep Myers? Like so, a lot of this is hard to say. Like if you resign Myers and Kelly stays and Jay stays, you don't need any. You don't sign anyone. Right or I, I would assume that Jay is staying. Yeah. So if if you're if you're keeping Jay and my and so you're assuming Myers is gone. So now you're talking about a backup big. So if you're talking about a backup big, how much money are you spending on a backup big? This is a exactly. vet minimum type deal. So or you know hope maybe four million bucks. And if that's who, what you're talking about, then it's Nolan's Noel. It's Aaron and I don't know if Aaron Baines is going to be that cheap. I, I don't think you're getting Aaron Baines for that. Yeah, so I like to me, Nerlens Noel sounds. I, I've I've talked myself into the Haitian sensation. <laughs> Nerlens Noel, Sakwasi, 
He's um, the ultimate process guy who was literally acquired with the draft with 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 the rights to Drew Holiday. Uh, that's that's who Philadelphia gave up Drew Holiday to bring in Nerlens Noel. So you're gonna bring it. You're gonna bring in a process guy. I, I, I oh man, thank you for I, reminding me about that. I, I, I don't think that Aaron Baines uh, is gonna come in that cheap. I don't. E- even with the market being down, I think they're for for a big that has some versatility and can shoot a little bit. Uh, I, I think that there's and can bang. I think there's gonna be there's gonna be a market for that guy. I think I think we saw, and that does give him. Aaron Baines is 33. He's older than I thought too. Um, but again, they're looking for a guy for one year, basically. They they want a guy, and I don't know that Aaron Baines is going to take a one year deal. How is Aaron Baines thirty three? You remember when he was on the Spurs yeah. uh, on those teams that that eliminated the Heat? He barely played, and he had like this baby face about him. How is he thirty three? That was how that, am that was I thirty nine? Man, time flies, bro. How time am I thirty two? How did that happen? Oh yeah. All, All right. right. Anyway. Uh, check one out last, one last name, by the way, that we never yeah. mentioned. Derek Favors. That's uh, a good. That's a good name. I don't think he's coming in that cheap, though. Yeah, that that's, that's the another issue. guy. I would have gone that direction. Level, right? He's gonna get more than that. Yeah, he's 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 gonna get more than that. All right, check out fivereasonsports.com for all of our t-shirts. We got a new special: five percent off all Tiago shirts on the Splitter. site. With Tiago Splitter, he's still. I mean, he was never the same after LeBron did what he did. Do you remember him. he was the uh, biggest international prospect coming out uh, when he first signed him, and, and then LeBron destroyed. Well, then. Pop put him on Dwayne Wade in a playoff game. He decided he was going to start him on Dwayne Wade, and Dwayne scored 32. Check out oh, 5 wow. for shirts not like this. Uh, our other shirts, use the code 2 a time for 5% off. We're not going to do a full ad here, but you can also go to manscaped.com and use the no, code. No, let's do a full ad. Manny, Manny, you know what to do. Manny, you know what to do. Let's do a full Manscaped ad. All right, I'm going to let you do it. I'm out. All right. To- let's say uh, you don't want your balls to look like this. Right, go to <laughs> go to manscape.com and use the code the number five RSN for twenty percent off your order. Get your shit together, fellas. You know, your we we said it on Lightskin Opinions. The slogan should be your girl accepts it, but she doesn't love it. Right, so you're sitting down there looking like uh, Wilt Chamberlain in the seventies. Get your shit together. It's two thousand twenty shave your balls for god's sake and clean your shit up don't look like tony brothers get your shit together go to manscape.com use the code the number five rsn for 20 percent off your order i've lost everybody they fucked out of you too <laughs> Leif was like i'm not part of this shit anymore and if your balls look like that just hang it up and get some viagra and hopefully get some some you know what all right i'll give him no free promo to viagra huh no free. Oh, I'm sorry. Viagra's Viagra not a sponsor. Don't use Viagra. You see Alice. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's getting worse and worse. All right, y'all. All right, Alex. All right, y'all. Everyone in the comments, Alex, peace. See you later. Peace out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.